Hi, Alex here. Hope you're having an amazing day and let's work on making that an amazing week, month and year and an amazing life. Okay, let's let's visualize a bit. Let's think about where we're going to. Let's think about what you're going to do when you earn over and take home over £10,000 a month or whatever currency, the equivalent in whatever currency and place that you live in the world. What are you actually going to do with it? Is it motivating you enough? Is it a nice to have or obsessive to have? Is it something that you're really going to drive to get? Now, important it, it, because it's the key to your motivation. You know, why do you really want that very high income? It's absolutely vital to look at your motivation. And understanding motivation is key in sales anyway, because you can't sell to people prospects unless you really get to grips very quickly with what motivates them. And you might just have a few minutes to achieve that. So with yourself, you've really got to understand your motivation. Now, when I say in one of the talks that I'm giving, I say to a large group, um, hands up all those who are money motivated and serious about earning over £10,000 a month. And all the hands go up. And then I say, OK, I've got £10,000 cash right here, right now. And sometimes I do. And I show it to them. And I say, OK, I want you to, and I'll pay you £10,000 cash right now for this, to make a bungee jump. And after you've made a bungee jump, I want you to eat a bucket full of cockroaches. And I say, who now will take that bet? And there's not many hands up all of a sudden. And I thought, whoa, that's not 10,000 a month. That's 10,000 for just, you know, 10 minutes. And suddenly the hands are down. Now, OK, I made it ridiculous to make the point. How serious about you are you about making that money? How far will you go? Um, and if it's just a wish list, it, it's not going to happen. So you've got to make it something you're obsessed about, something you really want. Now, there's a couple of really important concepts. There's lots of learning and motivation theories over the years, uh, but two I particularly like. One is um, what's called the hierarchy of needs, coined by a guy called Abraham Maslow many moons ago. And he, he said our need is really based upon where we are now. I mean, if, if you are washed up on a desert island, you, you know, you're self-esteem needs and career needs are not really key to you at that moment what's important to you is survival you know defense against wild animals or the weather um then hunger you know something to eat some you know water to drink very basic human needs like having a good relationship isn't important to you at this point yeah you're trying to survive now once you've got regular food roof over your head then you're looking for a bit more so we had this hierarchy of how it goes up to your top needs. Now, I've quite noticed that the people who make a lot of money, they're quite often at the lower level, not the higher level of the hierarchy of needs. So they're feeling threatened, they're feeling survival, and survival is a really serious driver. And it can be more powerful than the self-esteem, self-actualization, which right at the top and achieving your life goal. That, that can be a bit airy-fairy and, you know, it doesn't really matter if you don't get it, whereas food is something you've really got to get. Yeah. So you've got to think about, are you really in the hierarchy of needs? Where, where are you on that? And the other area, and it really it's been studied by NLP is quite a bit. It's a very simple concept 
of motivation being towards something you want or away from something you wish to avoid. Tony Robbins in his books talks about, you know, the pleasure of uh, something positive or, or the pain of something negative. I've noticed in my life, my career with salespeople and people in generally, that the moving away from motivation is much, much more powerful driver than the moving towards something. Now, that's interesting because in sales, how do sales managers, sales teams motivate their staff? Well, we're usually motivated by incentive rewards, prizes, commission, bonuses, trips away, uh, watches, suits, cars even. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. There's some people give new sports cars, brand new sports cars as, as for the top builder in that month. So we'll talk about where to get those jobs later. But it's incentives. It's what you get that nice thing. Now, we all want you know, the nice things in life, a smart suit or, or watches or clothing, um, a yacht, a villa in Spain, whatever it happens to be, you know, a fast car, very material, very simple things, but they, they're quite often nice to have. You know, we we'll certainly have them, but you've got to be a real driver. Now, you might be really into some of those. You might be really into cars, for example, and that, that's a driver for you. Um, but most people, the moving away from is far more powerful. And most sales managers totally miss this. And the moving away from can be perverse in some ways. Like the moving away from would be the sheer embarrassment and can't live with yourself if you're lowest on the sales board in the office. That actually might be a moving away from motivation makes you more sales than the incentive of the status recognition of being the top person. So you've got to understand, are you naturally a moving towards or moving away from person? Because we do have these patterns that defines our style of motivation. But you've got to think about, what do I want? Okay, I'm earning over 10 grand a month now. Write a list of what you'd spend it on. Yeah? Now, when we interview people, they usually try to give us what they think is the right answer. Put down what you really would spend it on. You're earning over 10 grand, taking home over 10,000 pound a month now. What would you spend it on? What would you do with it? Yeah. And when you've done that, which is the easy one, think about what motivates you to move away from. Now, maybe you've known lots of poverty. Maybe you're in debt. Maybe um, you don't like the area or the house that you're living in. And it's moving away from that to get into a better place is... You know, it's really a moving away from something. And they're the driver ones. I mean, you only have to look at world history and just study every single dictator we've ever had knows about this. It's just in the sales department we get it wrong. I mean, you just think of, just read the news somewhere of some terrible dictator. How do they motivate their people? Do they give them incentives to vote for them? Or do they actually do terrible things if they don't support them? And it's always the latter. They know this. This is how you drive people by giving them something so terrible that they have to move away from it. Famously, I often quote Winston Churchill in the in the war. If you read his biographies in his own words, he uses negative language quite a lot. Not positive, negative. You know, never, never, never shall we give up. You know, it's it's very negative words that he used with the terrible threat of Nazism taking over Britain and commanding all of Europe. So it was so horrific that it would drive him to do anything as possible, leave no stone unturned, get up early in the morning, do seven day weeks to make sure that their goal was, was a success. That moving away is very powerful and you've got to start doing it. I wrote in one of my books a whole chapter 
called the power of negative thinking to actually get aware to educate people on this how powerful this moving away from is um, I mean let me put it another way do you want an hour of bliss on a beach in Spain uh, if I traded that for to pay for it all you have to do is spend a half hour with a dentist drilling through your teeth yeah so an hour of pleasure for half an hour of pain nobody will take that because the moving away from that pain is more motivational. It's how we're made up. Pain is a lot more horrible than the incentives, unfortunately, in life. So a lot of the incentives, they're great and they help the motivation, but the away froms can be five times more powerful. So you have to analyze this in yourself. And by the way, when you're talking to prospects, you have to understand their motivation. Where are they on this? What actually makes them take action? Yeah, so the nice-to-haves, Nice to have a nice suit, nice to have a nice car, nice to have this, nice to have that. They're just not strong enough to reach the peak performance in sales. You've got to have some energy, some fuel in you, which is a lot more powerful than that. You've got to have some real why, yeah? And quite often, I've found that the people who have known real hard times, great advantage, poverty, being made redundant, being repossessed from your house, all of these can be turned to negatives and turn somebody down, or it can really fire them up to make sure it never happens again. Yeah, so you've got to actually get moving on that. Now, you've got to ask the question to yourself, do you think if I gave you an offer, could you make a million pounds in the next three months? Now, most people say, no, that's impossible. No hands go up when I'm doing this in groups. And then I say to them, Think of the people you love the most and they're being kidnapped by terrorist groups or something. And if you don't raise a million pound, they're going to be shot. Now, can you raise a million pound in three months? And suddenly all the hands go up. Suddenly what changed? What changed is the motivation they're moving away from. Yeah, it's would get our brains focused and we would be so determined to make that million pound. That's the attitude you've got to have in sales. Not, I want this nice suit, this nice car. It's got to be, I cannot live with the consequences of not hitting my goal. I'm not going to get ill. I'm not going to be having late nights. I'm not going to take focus off my goal. Everything else is second. So on the money, you've got to say, okay, on the £10,000 a month, you know, okay, you've got £10,000 a month now. Well, what would happen if you did get that 10000 As I've said, you've got to think about what would happen, what would change in your life. Now, apart from what you'd spend it on, what are the other things? How would people look at you? Is the status important to you? The respect you're getting from people driving around in the flash car, being seen? That's very important to people. I mean, there's a place I, I visited, Puerto Banus, in near Marbella in Spain, and they hire luxury cars by the hour just for posers to drive along the front and to pretend that they're a successful person and to be seen. That's the sole purpose. They don't actually go anywhere. They just drive to be seen. Now, if that's what's motivating, you've got to have something a bit more. We want real success, not, you know, that type of success. So you've got to, what would happen if you did get this? Is that status and recognition important to you? It's important to all of us to some extent. So what would happen if you did achieve the success? How would people look at you? How important is that to you? How would you feel about yourself? What would you do differently? Analyze and think about that and then ask the opposite question. What would happen if it didn't happen? You know, what if you didn't earn over £10,000 a month? What if you only earned 2000 What if you earned 8000 Does that really matter? You've got near to your goal? Because if it, oh, that'll do, 
then you're not really got the right mindset. It's got to be. You've got to set a goal with very accurate numbers in it, which is specific to you. But if it's not more than 10,000, I shouldn't be on this podcast. Yeah, you've got to actually think it's got to be a, um, a no letting it down. It's got to be a total commitment. It's got to be this is going to happen no matter what type attitude in there. Now, part of the success to achieve that high income, to get yourself set up for this, is your own beliefs. Your own beliefs are like your operating system. It's software in the brain that, that determines how you're going to react in certain places. Now, you can change beliefs. Now, I have found coaching people to very high income in sales. One of the things that helps them back, they don't really deep inside believe that they can do it. They probably never met anyone who earns over £100,000 a year. They're not used to that sort of environment, so they find it hard to believe. They've left school with you know, maybe poor results and their father never earned more than 40,000 a year or something. So they're not used to that environment and you've got to change your beliefs. Beliefs can be changed. You've got to write down what your beliefs, first of all, are about money and what you can do. Is something holding you back? Do you have a limiting belief in that? They're quite easier than you think to change. Uh, very simply on a belief, you write down the belief you want, the belief you've got and the belief you want to change it with. And you just Google it and put evidence for each one, you know, to earn £100,000 a year. Google how many people, write some names of people that have done that. Write what they did. Write what they did when they're doing it. Put lots of evidence how possible it is. Yeah, get numbers, get figures down. Do some research. And do some research on, on destroying the belief you want to get rid of, that you can't. What says you can't? So get some evidence in there. You can also change the way you think about that belief. You know, we all think... In sensory terms in our head, we make pictures, sounds, feelings, and you can change them. So in your mind, just think about what belief you have and then change the way you do that. I'll be doing much more on that later in the podcast of how to take control of your brain, how to take total control of the way that you think. That's for a later podcast. But for now, I want to see the idea that if your beliefs aren't supporting you, they'll hold you back and you can change them. Okay, now that we're progressing and getting some information on why we want that high income, I'd like to, and ideally, don't do this if you're driving or operating machinery or anything, I want you to have a future visualization of where you'll be with earning that big money. Yeah, just take a moment, take a deep breath, go inside and imagine you're in the future earning that big bucks. Yeah, you've got to create, athletes do this and it proves that you've got to create those neural pathways so that you can tread that road. It's like hacking the jungle down the path through it. So think about what you would look like, what you'd be wearing, how you'd be feeling. Get inside that experience now as though it's there now. Tranch yourself out a bit. Get into that. And while you're doing that, you know, just take two or three minutes to visualize that future you. But when you wake up and come out of that, uh, pleasant experience get some pictures of what you saw you know if it's a flash car a nice suit whatever it is get some pictures get it on your desktop stick them to the wall put them on your phone same screever get it so that you know every time you look at your phone you're seeing the picture of why you're doing this you know if it's a ferrari get a picture of ferrari so every time you pick up the phone there's that ferrari there reminding you of why you're calling that one more prospect when other people are going home that really can do it. Okay, again, email me, LinkedIn me, 
send a message to this podcast. I'll happily answer all queries or, or cover it on a future podcast and also look at our YouTube channel, which I'm starting to build up now. Uh, but also bear in mind that in Success Moves sales, we're always looking for sales agents and we pay 10% for the first 12 months just for an introduction that leads to a client. Just a name of a number that somebody will talk to us. That's all you have to do. Start building up some of an income. If you're interested in that, let me know. So until the next time, put what I've said into practice and be successful.